Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 92 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Today we are going to talk about two things that I do and that I chat about pretty regularly, and that is working out and time. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the term we all have the same 24 hours in a day because I do think that we, A, our days will look different and we also have different stressors. I think that that's the piece of the puzzle that a lot of times people forget to talk about. So for example, I will forever start to feel anxious if I am late, period, where you might be perfectly comfortable with walking in the door five minutes late and to me, the entire world is ending. I'm having a heart attack. Like, I, I can't stand it. I hate being late. So that alone will then make our day look differently. The time that I arrive will be different than you. Um, I don't have children. Maybe you do. I own a business. Maybe you don't. There are a lot of things that are different from one person to another. And those definitely soak up time differently. However, we all can make time and we all can screw, like squish a workout in, if you will. Don't get me wrong, I love to go into a gym and be like, ah, oh, I have no time crunch whatsoever. I can go in, I can get my workout done and I, I know that my next task is not for five hours or something like that. That is a great feeling. I love not feeling rushed whenever I'm in the gym. However, it's really, 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 really rare that that happens. And I'm guessing that you probably fall into the same category. So today, we are just going to talk about how to, how to clean up your time, if you will. How to make your workouts something that is a little bit more achievable or obtainable to where you're like, yes, I know that within 45 minutes I can get in, I could do my workout that includes my warm-up, I'm moving safely, all of the things. Let's make it so that time is not necessarily the excuse for you not putting your health first. If any of that sounds intriguing to you, maybe you are just like, oh, I know exactly what she's going to say and uh, you want to continue to listen in to see if you guess all the things right or wrong, then go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Okay, so you guys know the drill. If you've been here before, I'm going to talk about a sponsor. I'm also going to talk about the sponsor that I chat about the most because I just freaking love them. I use them two plus times a day. Frey Skincare is a fantastic company. They give back um, to the community. They use awesome products. They create products that are meant for my ladies and dudes who get sweaty. So um, it's just so many yays. They align with uh, what I stand for, if you will, and the things that I like so much. Also, so many of you have been using my code. So thank you, because that is a great way for you to support the show. It truly means a lot. So 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you can peep the link in the show notes. If you ever go to the website and you see that there is some form of a sale going on, if you use the code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, you will always save money. I actually really like too that they say, do you have your ambassador code rather than do you have your discount code? Just to kind of give a reminder like, hey, this person is going to get some support if they referred you. Let's show them some love. Uh, so another reason why I just truly love the company. So if you are new here and you don't know, I write workouts. That is part of what I do under the Caffeinated Yogi Company. And what I mean by that is I take all of the thoughts out of the equation for you. I will write everything from the warm-up to the workout itself. Um, and this is where communication is needed. So I can pick on myself in my current state of life right now. I have about two days a week where I know that I need to be in and out of the gym in 40 minutes. Those are also two days for me where I have been working through, I, I don't mind doing, I don't want to say the same thing because it's different, but I don't mind working through, let's say, one movement for a set period of time. So some people don't like uh, being like, oh man, I'm going through a squat cycle. And what that means is you're going to be doing whatever form of squat it is that you're working on X amount of times a week. You will see it multiple times a week. The main thing that's going to change is either the weight, the amount of reps that you're doing and the rounds that you're doing, and maybe even the tempo of how you're doing the movement. So me currently on Thursdays and Saturdays, sometimes I switch those days up, but I have been pretty solid for like 95% of the time sticking to those days at hand. I go to the gym and I'm working through back squats. I'm currently going through a back squat cycle. So that means I'm going to see that movement. I have also decided that I want to move the weight at a certain time domain. So I'm going through my back squats right now. I'm going through an entire cycle that is set to a set period of rest. Meaning that I have X amount of time to complete the lift to rest before I go into my next round. That has made it for me, for just the stress level that I'm at right now with my life, the time domains that I have, it has made it to where number one, I enjoy going, and number two, I know if I look at my watch and I'm like, all right, I have to be at the gym at, let's say, just because I'm looking at the clock right now, I have to be to the gym at 4.30 p.m. if I want to leave the gym at 5.10 p.m. And I think that having that kind of mindset to know that you're like, okay, I can literally take this chunk by chunk. I know exactly what's coming is important. Now, you might not be able to know exactly how to do that. And I'm not trying to say that you're not adequate by any means. I have faith in your time management. I'm just saying that if you ever walk in and you're just like, okay, I need to find my equipment, I need to do this, blah, blah, blah. That alone takes up time, guys. It is. It sucks to say, I'm not trying to be a Nazi with time, but it does. So first off, you want to have a warm-up that is something that you know is going to support your needs and maybe even make it something that is consistent. So I do this for myself sometimes, but like I don't really follow a direct warm-up all the time um, for myself. Uh, I can pick on a client that I have though where she has been needing shorter time in the gym just for what work is looking like for her. And she said, is there any way that I can have like a lower body kind of warm up and an upper body warm up? 
And I said, yes and no. Um, if anything, I will keep 90% of your warm up the same and will probably add in one move that is different just to help support whatever it is that we are doing for that day. And she was like, okay, cool. I like that. Because she realized that she was spending a lot of time on the warm up just looking around for equipment. She was like, I realized, Danielle, I got in the gym at 7 a.m. and I wasn't starting my workout until 7.30 p.m. I wasted 30 minutes, or 7.30 p.m. God, that'd be a long fucking time in the gym. Um, until 7.30 a.m. Uh, and she was like, I'm wasting 30 minutes. What am I doing wrong? What could I do? So number one is take time to maybe review it beforehand. I personally get my workouts to clients in advance so that they are able to see what's to come, not so that they can cherry pick, but just so that they can see the material. It is a great way for you to be able to, what I do with clients is I have uh, an app with TrueCoach and they can see every demo video from what is a uh, air squat in their warm-up to how are we doing a dual Russian kettlebell swing in their lift later on. And they can watch the video, they can see exactly what it looks like and just have a good mental game. Okay, I now know that for my warm-up, I'm gonna need something that is like a box and I need a PVC pipe. I need these two things, I'm gonna walk over, I'm gonna put this in my corner and I'm gonna get right to it. Also, writing it out sometimes is can make a world of difference. So let's say that you're an early morning person the night before. Look at what your workout is and write it down. I will also say try to take all of the crazy weird shit out of the equation. So think of it like remove the clutter. Now, maybe I'm going to program you something that is like a banded uh, dead bug. You're probably going to be like, okay, where do I set this up? Where do I go? All of these things. That's not an everyday occurrence. Um, And the first time that you're learning a movement, it's going to take more time than others, which is another fact that, or a point I maybe should have said earlier, is that it does take time. It takes time to gain time, period. If you are brand new to something, you're going to have to watch a video a few more times. You might have to message your coach a few extra times to be like, hey, I'm sorry, you said a four by five. What exactly does that mean again? Does that mean that I'm doing five rounds, four reps, four rounds, five reps? Like, what am I doing? That will take you a little bit more to just get the understanding of what you're doing. Think of it like you're learning a foreign language. You're not just going to read the thing and be like, okay, got it. No, you're going to have questions because you want to move safely. You want to want to move correctly and get the best bang for buck, if you will. So get in, get warm, and get to the movement. It is literally just that simple. Um, If you are realizing that you are, let's say you don't work with a coach. That's cool. I'm not saying that you have to work with somebody like me. If you go in and you realize that you're just kind of fucking around with a bunch of different equipment, you're twiddling your thumbs, you realize that you are rolling around on your foam roller for 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, That's a waste of time. Get in, get warm, get to whatever it is at hand. Even if your warm-up is something like, okay, I know that what I'm going to do, I, I need my heart rate to be a little elevated, just pick any damn piece of equipment, in all honesty. Pick a bike, pick a skier, pick a rower, hop on the treadmill, go outside, go for a run. Get get your heart pumping. It doesn't matter if you're actually doing something that is, let's say, for a high-endurance kind of workout. If you move through a burpee or if you go for a jog instead, Either one is just, it is literally just trying to warm up your heart. 
There are certain parts of a warm-up that are there to warm up the physical joints and the muscles, and there are other parts that are there to warm up your heart. And if you see that it is a movement to warm up your heart, don't feel like you have to be like, oh man, there's no rowers available. I have to wait for a rower. No, just pick something else, dude. You're going to be totally fine. It is not the end of the world. Continue on. Um, I do think that if you are interested or you like seeing that progressive overload and you're okay with working through something that is a cycle based even if you add that in just one day a week number one it takes it's kind of like the for me it's an easy mindset day I know that on Thursdays and Saturdays I'm going into the gym and I'm doing back squats and that's that's it that's the main thing I'm doing period um, I, I, I literally, I like even walk through the gym a different way. Like I go, I go straight to this one little spot. I do my quick little warm up. I get underneath the barbell. I normally do a little bit more weight, um, like warm up with an empty barbell than what I used to in the past, because I've just really been liking how it makes my body feel. Um, so before I would do a lot more warm up without the barbell and then I would kind of hop straight to it. And now I've kind of incorporated that into my warm up. These are all things that will be dependent on to what you are moving through, what your um, workout is at hand or what your lift is at hand, etc. I would overall say though, if we're looking at another, what's like a good tip for me to be able to save time in the gym? I would say, think of it like spring cleaning. Clean out your gym process. If you realize that you are bouncing around to five different sections of a gym, Maybe look at it and be like, how can I group these together a little bit more? For example, whenever I program something like a landmine, if I know for me or for my clients that they are in a gym that is something like, if you're local, I work out at One Life, I know that there are two areas that have the landmine capability. I am not going to program some landmine work as my first section of my workout and as the last section of my workout because that's just me having to move my shit change out plates, maybe wait for somebody, all these things. I'm going to group it together so that I am maybe using the landmine back to back. Maybe I'm doing a landmine row mixed with a landmine Cossack squat. Just thinking of how can I make this where it just, like, like the things just match up together. You know, like I, we recently just moved. So that's why spring cleaning is kind of in the back of my mind. But think of it like whenever you see your closet and if you just have like your... I mean, I feel like people organize their closets one of two ways. Some people by color, others by like type of shirt. And well, I guess three, maybe you combine the two. I personally organize it by type of shirt. So I have like tank tops, then t-shirts, then long sleeve shirts, then more like thicker sweaters kind of a feel. Like it goes in that order for me. So if I have my tank top mixed in with my sweatshirts, I'm then like having to search around and look for the things, right? Put the shit that works together together. Think of, um, God, what is that chick's name? Marie Kondo? Kondo? Marie Kondo? Is that it? Hopefully somebody listens to this. Send me a message. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. But think of it like that. You're trying to clean out your process. So this way you come in, you get the movement done, you're able to get out. Now, obviously I'm talking a lot about a lift itself. If it comes to a workout, so let's say you're looking at a Metcon that has box jumps and you're looking at some farmer carries and pull-ups. 
How can you make it so that all of these things are just like, okay, I know that I'm going to need a box and a rig for my workout. So for my warm up, I'm going to make sure that I go straight over and I use the box for maybe something like pigeon and some down and up dog variations. I go over to a rig and find my little section and instead of going through straight pull-ups, I just use it to do some scat pull-ups or some banded pull-ups. Make it so that it is more streamlined. And if you are working with a coach, please, please, please be as open and honest to them as possible. I can tell you from first-hand experience, the more I know, the better. I have no idea if you are actually spending an hour and 20 minutes or if you are spending 25 minutes inside the gym. The more I know, the better. Now, at the same time, please be aware that I would not recommend going in and hitting, let's say, a three-rep back squat with 20 minutes in the clock. Nope, it is not possible. However, do I recommend if you have 20 minutes to get a workout in? I sure as shit do. Maybe you walk over and you're like, okay, there's a bike. I'm going to grab hold of a kettlebell. I'm going to start on the bike. I'm just going to do a warm up there for about three minutes. And then I'm going to do, let's say, a few down and up dogs, a few air squats, a few lunges, like literally at least maybe three to five minutes of my time is just warming up. Then I'm just going to set a clock and alternate max bike, max air squats. I do that for three rounds and then I do 30 seconds max effort bike, rest 30 seconds and max goblet squats. So I literally am using two pieces of equipment. It is something that is safe, easy to move through, easy to warm up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know that there's not like no duh kind of feels to this, but I hope that this just makes you maybe think and potentially soon move with a little bit more confidence. I personally have at least two, sometimes three days a week where my workout is currently 45 minutes or maybe even less. Is that ideal for me? No, I would love more time. Especially with us, we literally just moved like two days ago. And um, dear God, that I forgot how exhausting that process is. My uh, gym training has gone to shit for a week. And I feel shitty about it, but I'm not going to get my mind all worked up. I've already committed to like, okay, I'm going to take two short sessions this week because there's a lot of stuff that still has to happen with the gym. Um, I'm taking, so basically almost every day this week for me is going to be a short gym session, but I'm also trying to take then a positive mindset. Danielle, you're doing something. That's great. Kudos to you. Hey, you're putting your health first. Cool. Hey, let's maybe spice it up and how sweaty can we get in 20 minutes? Cool. Challenge your mind. Take all of the annoying shit out of the equation. And last but not least, reach out to somebody to help you. There is nothing wrong with that. You pay to go to the dentist because you know that if you were to go through the whole process of trying to like deep clean your teeth, that shit would take like forever. Or even your car, something that's a lot more probably logical, right? You probably bring your car to get your car washed rather than you doing it simply because A, it might be hot as shit outside and B, because it's just going to save you time. You know it's going to be quicker, it's going to be done nice, and you just pay the money, you get it done. I'm not trying to say that you should continuously fork over money here and there, but I'm saying that evaluate. If you realize that the main reason why you are not getting your workouts in is because time is an issue, then I challenge you to try working with a coach one-on-one. <laughs> Give it a little bit of time so that the coach can understand you, your goals, your movement patterns, etc., and keep the communication open so that they can continue to adjust to fit your needs, your goals, and your lifestyle. 
That's all I have for today, guys. I hope that this episode encouraged you to go get sweaty, even if it is only for 20 minutes. If you have any questions, as always, please send me a little DM either at Caffeinated Yogi Talks or at the Caffeinated Yogi Company. Both of those are on Instagram. You can also peep the show notes. The links are there. I would love to hear from you. If you haven't already, please go give the show a five-star review. It would mean the world to me. Uh, It is a great way for more humans to just hear the show. Thank you so much. And until next Tuesday, namaste and slay the thing. 